Good evening, Jets fans and football fans everywhere, and welcome once again to the Barry and the Jets podcast, brought to you by Blowout New York Salon by Coochie Vega in the Bronx, New York, 3182 East Tremont Avenue in the Throgs Neck section, led by Coochie Vega, the master hair colorist and hair cutter. She does blowouts, extensions, coloring, you name it, she does it. She and the ladies there will take excellent care of you. Check out their work on Facebook or Instagram and see for yourself. Don't forget about their weekly specials. I mention them every week, Tuesdays and Wednesdays. You can get a blowout for $25 or a root touch-up in a blowout for $60. Thursdays, you can get a half a head of highlights and a blowout for $95 or a keratin treatment for $150. Those are every week, those specials. Open Tuesday through Saturday from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. You can book an appointment at blowoutnewyorksalon.com or you can call 917-795-9595. Again, blowoutnewyorksalon.com or call 917-795-9595. Blowout New York Salon by Coochie Vega. 3182 East Tremont Avenue, Bronx, New York, and tell them Barry sent you. Well, uh, as you can tell, my mood is very, very different than what it was a couple of weeks ago, or even last week when I gave my report card for the first half of the season. It's like, what a way to lose a game. I mean, I don't, I don't think it could have gotten any worse. I mean, if they had gotten blown out, that would have been bad enough, but to lose a game like this, no, no offensive continuity, no production from the offense practically at all. The defense played excellent. They gave up a yard, a lot of yards, but they they kept the Patriots out of the end zone. The defense did not give up that touchdown. We all know that that was special teams, and to just. Five seconds left to give up a big punt return for a touchdown, and I'll get to that later. But a terrible, terrible, terrible way to lose the game. I mean, it got off to such a great start. The first play from scrimmage by the Patriots, a big sack. They lost seven yards, and then the Patriots ended up going three and out. Most of that first quarter was just back and forth. Both offenses going three and out. But later on when Zach Wilson on a friend, they needed like, I believe 13 yards and he ran for 14 yards. They actually challenged the spot and they won to get a first down. And then after that, Denzel Mims dropped a pass right over the middle, right in his hands. He jumped when he didn't have to. And that was one of the few times in which Zach put the ball right on the money. Denzel Mims complaining earlier this season about not getting enough, not getting enough plays, not getting enough targets. And here he gets a big one and he drops the ball. Then after the Patriots, the Patriots did nothing. The Jets did nothing. Like I said, there was a lot of back and forth. Then you had later, we had that, that strange sequence when the Jets were punting the ball. First punt, 
they were penalized for having an, having an ineligible man downfield. The second attempt, the Patriots were punted for running into the kicker. The Jets might have gotten a break on that one. And then the third attempt, the ball hit one of the Jets. I didn't get his number. He was being blocked at the time, which caused the contact with the receiver. The, the officials actually flew through the penalty flag there, but then they picked it up. That was followed by the Patriots' field goal scoring drive. He had a 22-yard pass from Matt Jones to Damon Harris that gave them a first down, followed by an 11-yard screen pass from Jones to Myers that gave them another first down. Then after a Whitehead stop on, on another pass, 11-yard pass by Jones, um, Jordan Whitehead stopped them. But in the very next play, Jones got the first down on a one-yard run. And then this problem that the Jets' defense has been having all season. On a tight end sweep by Smith, he fumbles the ball. DJ Reed was, it seemed, he seemed to land right on the ball, and somehow he just didn't come up with it. How? How did that happen? He was He landed right on the ball and didn't get it. I just don't understand that. That is a huge problem by this defense. It's probably my only complaint about this defense all season. They just cannot recover fumbles. They just never seem to be in the right place to recover fumbles. There was no excuse for that one. No excuse. TJ Reed right on the ball and didn't come up with it. I don't understand that at all. In any event, the Jets' defense held and they were able to hold the Patriots to a field goal by Nick Folk. So now they're down 0-3. When the Jets got the ball in their ensuing possession, they were helped by an offsides penalty on, I believe it was third down, that gave the Jets a first down. And then Zach completed a 34-yard pass to Denzel Mims on the third and seven. Okay, you could kind of say he made up for that drop earlier. Put them at New England's 25, and then Zach ran for six yards on a second and nine. They ended up not getting the first down, but they connected on a 45-yard field goal by Greg Zerline to tie the game at 3-3. Three, three to three. When the Patriots got the ball in the ensuing possession, he had a big sack by Quentin Williams. But then on a third and 16, Jones completes a 19-yard pass. I didn't get that player's number. He broke at least three tackles. To get nine, they needed 16, they got 19. That was just terrible, terrible tackling. I don't know what that was about either. But again, the defense did not make too many mistakes in this game. They followed that up though with a big quarterback sack by Carl Lawson. And then the Patriots ended up missing the field goal attempt. So the Jets were lucky there. The Patriots came away with nothing after that 19 yard pass play on the third and 16. But when the Jets got the ball again, nothing. Wilson completed a 13-yard pass to Elijah Moore. So he's was slowly worked back into the offensive team. That gave them a first down. But then on a, a couple of plays later, a pass intended for Tyler Conklin, I think, was nearly intercepted and really should have been intercepted. I mean, the defender had the ball right in his hands and he dropped it. So that, that's an interception that actually should have been for New England. Thankfully, though, it wasn't. But again, the, um, nothing 
by the offense there. New England got the ball. The Jets stopped them with 25 seconds left, but then they didn't do anything. They had 25 25 seconds left in the half and didn't do anything. Didn't seem like they tried to. They could have taken a first down, taken a timeout, sorry. Could have taken a timeout there to try to give them at least a few seconds to try something, but they didn't even bother. They just let the clock run out. So the first half ends with a 3-3 tie. But then in the second half, the Jets just could not get anything going offensively. The defense saved them time and time and time again. Michael Clemens had a sack of Mac Jones. Patriots had to attempt the field goal, missed that one too. Later on, a sack by Bryce Huff stopped the, the Patriots offense. The next time they had the ball after that, a combined sack by Quincy Williams and John Franklin Myers. That was their sixth sack of the game after a really short punt by Braden Mann. It gave the Patriots decent field position, but they couldn't do anything with it. So, again, back and forth. Patriots couldn't do anything. Jets couldn't do anything on offense. I mean, all game long, Zach Wilson just could not get anything going. They were even helped by, late in the game, they even helped by a defensive holding with 1 minute and 33 seconds left, but it didn't matter. They punted the ball to the Patriots, and we all know what happened there. Marcus Jones returned the punt 84 yards for the winning touchdown with 5 seconds left to go in the game. And, I mean, I've heard so many people mention this. There were two that I saw, there may have been more, but there were two illegal blocks in the back. Two, one at the beginning, right when Marcus Jones caught the punt and started the run, and one near the end when they got close to the end zone. I saw two Jets being blocked in the back, no flag, no call at all. That's it. Patriots go up 10 to three, and that's the ball game right there. Again, what a terrible, terrible way to lose this is the 14th time in a row now the jets have lost to this team i don't know the patriots i just think the patriots are in their heads and it doesn't matter who the quarterback is for the jets or who the coach is for the jets this team is just in their heads 14 straight losses now unbelievable only a couple of observations from this one again the other than not being able to recover a fumble which i've spoken about time and time again on this show the, the defense has just did a, a fine job. Again, they gave up 297 yards of offense compared to, I believe, 103 for the Jets. But they stopped them when it counted all game long. Again, the defense didn't even give up that touchdown, that winning touchdown. They kept the Patriots out of the end zone. The defense did everything it was supposed to do. But uh, Zach Wilson, I know all the I'm hearing all the naysayers already say he's not the guy. They need to, they need to get rid of him. I don't think they need to get rid of him yet. I, I think benching him for the next game or next couple of games, I don't think that will hurt. But he, he, in fact, I think it's pretty much necessary at least for the next game. Bench him, start Mike White, start Chris Strebler, or whatever. He needs to just take a step back because he just he just doesn't have it right now. He was only nine, he only completed nine pass, passes out of 22 attempts for only 77 yards. 
He was inaccurate all game. I mean, he overthrew a couple of receivers on screen passes. It's like, how do you do that? One, one I know was intended for Zach Wilson. The other one, I believe, was intended for Elijah Moore. But on screen passes, he's overthrowing receivers. One, terribly. I mean, the one that Denzel Mims bounced off his hands, but it was it was too high. And the other one was just way over everybody's head. And again, as they've been doing a lot this season, they totally abandoned the rushing attack. They only rushed for 59 yards in this game. Zach Wilson actually was the leading rusher. 26 yards he ran for. And that is just not going to cut it. They were way too quick to abandon the run again. But in particular, there were a couple of couple of quotes by players that really tell a lot. One of them was by Garrett Wilson when he said that he doesn't he feels that the team needs to put more trust in the receiver room. He's basically saying that this, the receiving core that they have can make plays, but they don't feel that the, the coaches or whoever believe that they can. That was a very telling statement. And then the other one was by Zach Wilson saying that he doesn't feel like he left the defense down. But you know what? Everyone else does because we saw it. The defense played their hearts out in this game and this offense just could not do anything. All they needed was just one. Towards the end there, I said, if they their last drive before the punt, I said, if they can just get in field goal range and hit a field goal, that's it. The way this game was being played, that was all they need. And they would have come away with a win, but they couldn't even do that. And we all know what happened after that with the punt. So I'm not going to rehash it again, but at this point, I'm just saying, yes, maybe benching Zach Wilson for a game or two will do him some good. He needs to learn, needs to take a step back because... I don't know. He just looks lost out there most of the time. So bring in Mike White. Let him start. Let Chris Strebler start. I wouldn't mind either one of them starting right now because the season isn't over. I mean, I know they've dropped the last place technically in the AFC East, but they're still six and four. They're still in a wild card spot where they are. So the season is not over. It's too early to give up on the whole season. I mean, this hurts, I know, but they can still do something. They have seven games left. They're six and four. They have seven games left. They can still make a run. They have plenty of time. So again, at this point, I'm I'm in the I'm in the camp that says bench Zach Wilson. I'm not yet in the camp that says get rid of him. I'm not giving up on him yet. So next Sunday, they're home again to face the Chicago Bears who are playing better now than they were at the beginning of the season. Justin Fields seems to have found himself at quarterback for the Bears. So that game is not going to be as easy as it looked just last month. So again, let's brush this one off, get back in there. And again, if they have to bench Zach Wilson, then do it. I'm at that point right now. So that's all I'm going to say about this game. It hurts. It's, it, it, it's, it's terrible, but we can we can come back from this. Hey, they came back from the first loss to the Patriots and 
beat the Buffalo Bills, the team that so many people think are go- think is going to the Super Bowl, they did it before they can do it again. So again, losing to the Patriots again stinks, but it's not the end of the world. Not right now. So hang in there. Be strong. We can come back. To all of you out there and to all of your friends and family, I want to wish you all a very happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy the turkey and everything that comes with it. And we'll be back at it. The Jets will be back at it. And I'll be back at it next Sunday. Until then, enjoy your holiday again. And this is Barry Rogers saying, as always, I'm always about peace, love, and the New York Jets. And don't let anyone tell you different.